Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. Got a project to plug, want to advertise on the podcast? Hit me up and we'll make it happen. If you like sponsoring, let's make that happen too. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, follow us on Twitter and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Fill up your goblets, Harry Potter is back. And so are we as we make Mike watch Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. It's year four, so I have a panel of four to talk about this fan favorite flick. Say hello to Harry Ella, Jacob Pussy, and Ritzy. Hello! Hi! Hi. How's everyone doing? Good. Lovely. We just watched um, the fourth Harry Potter film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fun. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. Um, very different. Yes. Very different. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to talk about it. But um, I want to remind everyone on, who's listening... What are your houses? Uh, I am a Slytherin. Naturally. Mm-hmm. I am also a Slytherin. Thank mm-hmm. Jesus. I'm a Hufflepuff. Okay. I am a Hufflepuff with claw tendencies. <laughs> right, so two Hufflepuffs, two Slytherin, and a Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we'll make an interesting podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are going to start with the cold hard facts. So this stars, um, still, Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grant, Emma Watson, even more famous British people, including the dude from the Twilight series. Yes. Uh-huh. And Doctor Who. Yeah. Yes. Um, so oh, don't forget, forget David Tennant. You can't, you can't. <laughs> uh, based on the 2000 novel by J.K. Rowling and the third follow-up to the 2001 movie, it is directed by Mike Newell. The music is by Patrick Doyle this time, released in 2005, and on Rotten Tomatoes, 88, 88% on 249 re- reviews. I like that number for them. Yeah. Um, seven point four seven out of ten, basically. Oh, so it's a it's a it's a drop from last movie. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So, are we ready to um learn what the synopsis according to iTunes was, and then what I thought the movie was about? Yeah. Yes. yes. Please. Yeah. I'm excited. According to iTunes. <laughs> Oh, this was a little less than last time. Okay. Um, <laughs> when Harry Potter's name emerges from emerges from the Goblet of Fire, he becomes a competitor in a grueling battle for glory among three wizarding schools, the Tri Wizard Tournament. But since Harry never submitted his name for the tournament, who did? Now Harry must confront a deadly dragon, fierce water demons, and an enchanted maze, only to find himself in the cruel grasp of he who must not be named. In this fourth film adaptation of J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series, everything changes as Harry, Ron, and Hermione leave childhood forever and take on a challenge greater than anything they could have imagined. That gave away, like, everything. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it told you that. exactly what was going It might as well said, and Cedric dies. Yeah. <laughs> just like, why don't you just really that. lay into it? Wait, I missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you want to know what I thought the synopsis was? Yeah, yes. sure. Harry Potter drinks too much Fireball. Uh, okay. Oh. So who was closer? You. Yeah, yeah totally, totally. Sorry. Um, yeah, uh, iTunes just really likes to just tell you the movie. It's they, just tell- they're like, don't rent this, just here's the synopsis. <laughs> here's what happens and you're good to go. God, I would love to have that job. <laughs> Um, so I have some jaw-dropping facts. I know we oh, discussed yeah. a lot of them because Harry Ola stole my glory earlier and uh, read the same article apparently. Yeah, but no one heard that. No, no <laughs> one heard, but you all disgusted. No, no one okay. listens to me. So pretend like this is the first time what did you heard say? any of it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your mouth is moving. I'm, I'm... I just can't. Lip syncing. All right. So this was the first film in the franchise to not open with a scene involving Harry Mm-hmm. True to the book, the film opens with the Riddle House, focusing instead on he who shall not, who he who shall not be named. Yep. 
This is the first Harry Potter film to receive a PG-13 rating. Yep. Mm -hmm. This is the first movie to not feature the Dursleys. This is because the family that played the Dursleys demanded more money. (gasps) Good for them. Yeah. Well, they knew everyone was going to hate them. Yeah, they're like, we might as well get paid for it. Yeah, Yeah, but they didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. They got nothing out of this one. So, the studio originally wanted The Goblet of Fire to be made into two separate films, but Alfonso Cuaron, the director of The Prisoner of Azkaban, convinced director Mike Newell not to do it. That was a mistake. So now we know who to blame. Yeah. yeah. Well, honestly, Mike honestly. Newell received a million dollars for directing the film. By comparison, Chris Columbus, director of the first Harry Potter films, made $10 million and a percentage of the gross. Oh. oh. So his manager sucked. Yeah, I mean, no. One movie. Yeah. One movie. Mm-hmm. But it's Christopher Columbus. And he was setting the entire tone for That's everything. True. Yeah. That's true. He deserves it. So... Radcliffe underwent a lot of physical changes while filming Goblet of Fire. According to Newell, he was editing a scene with which Radcliffe looked like the kid from the first film, and then 11 months later, he didn't look like that at all. Hashtag puberty. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, a digital spot-removing technique pioneered on Desperate Housewives was used to hide teenage acne problems as makeup didn't test well in close-ups. Oh... Mm-hmm. Thank you, Desperate Housewives. I know. <laughs> yes. What a great series. Oh, until it wasn't. I yeah. know. Unaware that Alan Rickman wore black contact lenses for his role as Snape, director Mike Newell compliments Rickman on the amazing shade of his eyes. And then Rickman took his contacts out. <laughs> Mike Newell is actually maybe not the smartest person, as I've learned through all these facts. Yeah. Um, Katie Luang, who played Cho Chang, wasn't originally going to audition. Her father had simply mentioned where the auditions were held, and she decided at the last minute to attend for going a shopping trip. <laughs> could you imagine right? spending the whole of your life being like, well, I could have been in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, but this picture frame. <laughs> yeah. Shopping spree for picture frames. <laughs> she went to Michael's. So the actor who plays Percy was con- was only contracted for four films and had already acted in the first three. He had a bigger role in the fifth movie, so he opted to do that instead of Goblet of Fire. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Huh. Goblet of Fire was Robert Pattinson's first movie. What? Ever? Makes mm-hmm. sense. Oh, wow. The underwater scenes were shot in a huge tank with a blue screen background. The tank was 500,000 liters and was one of the largest sets ever constructed. Divers were on hand with air tanks to allow the actors to stay submerged for long periods of time. Daniel Radcliffe alone logged nearly 42 minutes underwater. At one point, he accidentally signaled that he was drowning and sent the entire crew into a massive panic to save him. Well, that's because he was probably drunk. (laughs) He's only 14. Sorry. (laughs) Um... (laughs) During underwater filming, the cast and crew posed for a photo that was later sent out as a Christmas card. That's cute. I want it. So cute, right? Me too. I bet you could find it somewhere. So the kids had three weeks to practice their dancing for the Yule Ball Waltz. (laughs) Unfortunately, Radcliffe being in nearly every scene only left him four days to prepare. It is for this reason they only shot him from the waist up to hide his fumbling feet. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Mm -hmm. But that's perfect. Goals. Um, using the snake puppet from the Chamber of Secrets, the crew was able to construct a full-size dragon that could even blow real fire. <gasps> this dragon was used for the shots when the dragons were in the cages. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. So reuse and recycle. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so cool. Director Newell wanted the dark mark to bubble up out of the skin of Voldemort's followers. The makeup department achieved this by using, um, 
uh, iterative narrations of a silicone skull and snake mar- making each subsequent version angrier and angrier. The snake was made to move via CGI. Whoa. Uh, Dobby and Winky were supposed were cut from the film due to co- time constraints. But if you don't blink during the campsite scene, you'll see them riding past on llamas. What? So they're there. Okay. They're there for a moment. They're not. Not enough. No, I saw it. Because I know. No, you didn't. It. Yes, I did. I saw it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but how do you know what they look? Oh, you've already seen that. Uh-huh, I, uh, we, 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 we've talked about um, Dobby. Um, the person who we cast as Dobby was actually <laughs> not surprised and was fine with it. Yeah. Seraphim. Oh. Sissy! Sissy walking as Dobby! I would... I would pay good money to see her make pasta as Dobby the house. Oh, Stonewall. <laughs> oh, I'm telling her, she needs to do that. That would be so good for Halloween. <laughs> just everyday life. Just... Uh, Newell staged a brawl with one of the Weasley twins to both demonstrate what he wanted in a scene and to undermine his own authority. He was tired of them uh, calling him sir. The brawl got so intense that he fractured a rib in the process. Oh, that's I don't just dumb. Think I like yes. him as a director. No, um, and then <coughs> Michael Gambone uh, wore street clothes under his Dumbledore costume and kept cigarettes tucked into his socks. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god, I heard I RuPaul does that. the same thing. <laughs> that's hilarious. Not surprised. I love that. Um, so this movie not as um, critically acclaimed and not as award acclaimed. This on- they only got nominated for best art direction uh, for the seventy eighth Academy Awards. Oh, that was that. That was it. Oh. Um. Before we dive into the movie, I want to talk a little bit about um, Fifi O'Hara and her 31 Days of Hall- Harry oh, Potter yeah. Halloween. Oh, let's talk about it. I've been following along a little bit, and she's gotten a little ahead of me, so there are people like yeah. I recognize, but I don't know who they are yet. Right. right. Um, f- what are we, seven days in? Who's been your favorite so far? I really love her Molly Weasley a lot. Yeah, it was crazy. So the detailing cool. on that jumper is unreal. Yeah. It's My beautiful. favorite, though, I, I, her Rita Skeeter is really, it, really good. Really and you we'll did talk get to about meet her today. today. It's really good, but like, so is, um, what's his name? Slughorn, which yeah. I don't know yet. But oh, his, like, yeah. they're all really, really good in their own yeah. like, respective ways. Gotta give her props. Yeah, they're all pretty, pretty good so far. Her cosplay is insane. Do you think she's saving, like, the three best friends for, like, the very end? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I... Um, probably them. Voldemort might be last. Bellatrix. Well, she already did Bellatrix. Oh, she did. Oh, surprised... that's right, because she, she had already done it for something, I like, last year I think that's what catapulted it for her. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to talk a little bit before we, again, dive into the movie, what was happening in the world when the movie came out. Okay. So the movie was, was, was released on November 18th, 2005. Um, I was 18, just finished high school, and I was in college. Weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, things <laughs> Weird. in the world. George Bush starts his second term. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Hurricane Katrina strikes Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Wow. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson is found not guilty of child molestation charges. Weird. Mm-hmm. The Disneyland Resort celebrates his 50th birthday. And when I read this one, I had a bit of a heart attack, but also... Made sense, but also freaked me out. The popular video sharing website YouTube was created. Oh. In 2005? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Isn't YouTube's, that crazy? YouTube is not that old. Like, 2005. It's not even 20 years old? Yeah. 2005 not is when I started college, which means you, uh, Facebook was still the Facebook. I was the second class to be on yeah. it. Yeah. You had I, to have like, an actual login. Right. Like college login. It's, it's kind of wild to me to think I went through high school without YouTube. Or Facebook. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a... Technology, man. It's oh crazy. God. 
That's yeah. wild to think I'd about. still prefer a wand. True. <laughs> yeah. Now, I know um, everyone talks about how this book is different, uh, this film is different from the book. I want to circle back after we discuss the entire movie. Okay. So are we ready no, to dive into happen. the movie? Yes. yes. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Let's <laughs> learn. That's not going to happen. What? We'll totally We're going to go through it as we go through it. Yeah, because it, it sounds like there are a lot of major, major, major differences. <sighs> so many. Just just a couple. There's like <laughs> a chapter <laughs> missing. I mean, the, the Maybe fact... Maybe like a, a like half a page. The, the, just, the, just the fact that it could have been made into two films... It's so sad. I'm right, because so this sad. was already two and a half plus hours, and they're saying two films, that's five hours. Like, yeah. And things would have still had to been cut. I'm I sure. would have yeah. willingly yeah. sat through six. Yeah. yeah. They could have split yeah. it. I would have been totally fine with it. All right, well, let's do this. So, we open with a creepy snake and skeleton statue and it's uber, and the uber creepy music. Mm-hmm. We're not, we don't have that John Williams score anymore. No, no. so sad. It's a different vibe. It's yeah. a very, very different feel. And just the color story of the art direction is much darker already. So it's mm-hmm. already feeling like a different film. So we see some dude is making tea and he sees a light in the window in a creepy house. And then inside this creepy house, the dude goes in to explore and we start to hear like a whisper. And who is it? It's Voldemort. Yeah, yeah. And then the creepy ma- rat man. Creepy rat man and Doctor Who. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that creepy snake is back. Um, we learned that this guy is like a muggle caretaker. Um, do, is his importance anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's the, he's the care, he's the caretaker of the house that they're in is Tom Riddle's family home. Right. So that's gotcha. Voldemort's family home. So he's the, been the caretaker. But not, not Voldemort himself. No, the dad. No, the dad. His yeah, father. His dad. So it's been empty for a long time. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, cut to Harry in the bad dream, um, and Hermione is there, which was kind of weird. Um, so Harry and Ron are like sharing a room with the Weasleys, and that's really cute. That's, that's, he doesn't have to be at the door. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> yeah. All right, talk about it. Let's do it. Let's Fuck what I thought we were going to do. No, you go ahead. Um, the Weasleys actually picked Harry up at Privet Drive. Yes. Um, and met the Dursleys. Mm-hmm. They changed it obviously because they wanted the more money, and that right. got cut. Um, but it made sense to just have them all there before they head off to the cut. Gotcha. Yeah. That would have been an interesting scene to see the two families together. Yeah. And that's that would oh, yes. And wasn't there, didn't they send a letter with a yes. bunch of stamps because you didn't know how many... there way too many yeah, stamps. Yeah, they call on the phone, they're yelling through the phone because they don't know how to use a telephone. Yeah, yeah. it's so and cute. And they just flew powder into wow. the Wow, I yes. feel like... And isn't there, like... Oh, yeah, the Dursley Their fireplace put, like, is a, boarded up. Yeah, because of the letter. <laughs> so they get... So they break through it. <laughs> but it's a really nice moment because Arthur Weasley, like, loves muggle stuff. And so, like, the fact that he was, like... Using the phone to actually like use the phone is like, it's so cute. Sweet. He loves yeah. models. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sad we don't have that moment. I know. Yeah. You have to read the book. <laughs> We're still not going to make me do that. Um, <laughs> Audiobooks, I told okay, you. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll eventually. Get you a subscription or something. <laughs> so the Weasleys, Harry, and Hermione go into the forest, and then out like popping out from a tree is Twilight Zone Robert Pattinson. Boom. Yeah. Um, that was fun. Um, so they meet up and go to, like, the top of this mountain thing and do something. I have no fucking idea what just happened, so <laughs> okay. please explain. So, it's a port key. There okay. is a boot, and the boot is timed to take them to the Quidditch World Cup, and they all have to put one hand on it before it'll take them off. And just as they're about to go, Mr. Weasley notices, oh, Harry's not holding on to this. Could you imagine how awkward it would be? <laughs> Everyone's like flying up in the sky. You're like, oh, should I have touched that? Yeah. Was I supposed to? Oh, that boot. I mean, it, it 
smelled. <laughs> so yes, so it's it's like um, it's a different type of it's flu powder. Uber. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's that's as far as I've got. But not every porky has to be a boot. Right. Yes, it can be any object. And and as we found out, it's just muggle to muggle artifact. Yeah, it has to be something that a muggle would never want to pick up. So it's usually something gross or like dirty or trashy. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, we're at the um, fairgrounds and they go into the small tent, but it's actually not a small tent. It's a huge tent. Mm -hmm. I love magic. I love magic. Um, That that was a cool little uh, moment. Yeah. Um, Then we get this like sweeping landscape view, and then it like leads into this giant stadium that is like Super Bowl worthy. It was pretty cool. Um, And then we see the Malfoys there, and they're still being dicks. Top bag. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, also, this stadium layout. Can we talk about, like, just the pitch of these seats? Because that was it's, terrifying. It's horrifying. That's not, like... like being at Barclays. The, the, that's, like... <laughs> and there's one oh, railing vertical. in front of everyone. Right. I, just, I realized when we were watching, I was like... That's, yeah. But with magic, I'm sure. Oh they yeah, would, they would. As fall. soon as somebody yeah. falls, it's arresto momentum and right back to where you were yeah. from. So <laughs> I mean, okay, no one's that worried. worried. I mean, I guess <laughs> you can't have like a fear of heights because that like is very high. Yeah. Or just take take a potion to get that fear away that's for like true. three hours. Maybe that's. Or something. just like lots and lots of fire whiskey. Yeah. 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 Something that I talked about when we were watching is is that like you didn't understand a port key but like neither did Harry right like, he, you are still learning with him about the port key yeah about the small tent he's super confused and then he goes in and it's huge it's like still all of these things that he doesn't know yeah and that's kind of why he's like the most perfect main character for a series because you have so many questions and just as you're like oh god what's this it gets answered right away because yeah. he's got a question too. still getting answered yeah yeah J.K. Um, Rowling. So we're, we're learning this is the International Quidditch Tournament, the Quidditch World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, the opening ceremony is kind of, thing is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's a lot more in the book. Yeah, so of, course it is. <laughs> of course <laughs> it is. Of course it is. Let's go Ireland. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the Vila. The Vila. It's my favorite part. Yeah. Because what you go on to learn eventually is mm-hmm. that one of the contestants, the female contestant in the Triwizard Tournament, is actually part Vila. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and Vila, it was important. Vilas are these like dancing women basically, but they're kind of like sirens where they have a hold over... Yeah, hypnotize yes. Yeah, hypnotize Well, we did not learn that. No. Mm-hmm. Thank, thanks, movie makers. Um, so Probably a bit too suggestive. Probably. There was PG-13 this time, so... It we could have yeah. probably put it in. I mean, Hagrid was grabbing Maxine's ass. And I mean, the Ron, Ron, Ron fully said, I love it when they walk. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of Ron, he, he, he seems to have a little crush on uh, Crumb for a moment, but not actually. I think that, uh, yeah, that he, that's was, that was, pretty big. There's like yeah. multiple chapters about the Oh, yeah, the infatuation. And the game in the book. We yeah. skip like several chapters. Yeah. Well, yeah, because then suddenly people start to scramble outside their uh, little tents because um, there are Death Eaters, and this movie already got scarier and than the first three combined. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, and yeah, I, I wrote that they were um, spooky KKK looking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. That's right on. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. costuming does change throughout. It's like never really that consistent. I didn't like these ones at all. Well, I think it's because they're just getting back into yeah. it and mm-hmm. they're like, well, we've got to keep this on the DL right, right. now. Maybe. It's like it's like Daenerys in Game of Thrones. Her outfits change as she gets more power too. Yeah. And the Death oh, Eaters yeah. that are that are there at that game aren't even some of the most powerful ones because most of those are in Azkaban. Yeah. Those are those are the ones that have been 
that probably lying and yeah. saying, oh, I was under a spell yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I had no idea what I was doing when I tortured all those people. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone's starting to scramble. Harry's running away and then gets kicked in the face and is knocked out because movie. Yeah. Um, then Doctor Who arrives and does this like wild magic trick thing to make a skull and a snake pop out of the clouds. I mean, obviously, I know this is not like what actually happened, but yeah. this is my notes. No, no, no. Basically what's happened. But it's... Yeah. Um, so then Harry wakes up to Ron and Hermione finding him and then a bunch of adults telling him that, like, Voldemort's followers are coming for him because, you know, mm-hmm. dark mark. Um, so Harry and friends are now on the train eating candy because we love candy. Uh, and then he sees a cute girl and Harry is totally crushing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cho Chang. Um, Cho Chang. We like her. She's cute. Yeah, now we like her. <laughs> wow, spoiler, okay. No, it's not. It's just my own personal opinion. I didn't, I'm didn't. i not a, a huge fan of Cho Chang, just like later and in the books mostly, not even really in the I movies. Bet, but Pussy's written fan fiction about it. No, I haven't. <laughs> not about Cho Chang. Pussy's written Harry Potter fan fiction. I have. I did. Aww. It's <laughs> It's interesting. It was about Snape and Hermione. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. She likes that dirty dick. But <laughs> it's not dirty, it's greasy. Oh, <laughs> like his wow. hair. Uh, uh. Well, Hermione um, is the good person and tells Harry that he needs to tell Sirius about the World Cup and his dream. Um, so he does. And then, like, the kids are, at, like, all seeing this grand entrance of like, a carriage with flying horses and a ship that emerges from the water. And mm-hmm. that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it definitely happens in uh, the wrong time span. Because of course. I think they, don't they all arrive in the book at Christmas? Or around, or no, around Halloween. Mm-hmm. They come. They come around Halloween. But in the movie, they come right around, like, after the sorting. Yeah, so we, we, we didn't get Halloween here. That's no. Halloween. So we learned that Hogwarts will be hosting the Triwizard Tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and then pe- that, that certain people will be chosen for this. Um, and let's let's meet our, our two welcomed um Schools, because mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, I'm gonna say the names wrong. Who wants to Who wants to take them? Bobaton Bo- and Durmstrang. Durmstrang. Bobatons. No, Bobaton. It's French. There we go. The Battens. The Battens are the royal family in London. <laughs> oh. So okay, Bobaton. Bobaton. Yeah, Bobaton. it's French. I believe you. <laughs> Good. And Durmstrang. Durmstrang. Strong. Durmstrang. Yeah. Because it's it's um, they do Durm and Strong. Dumbledore says Bobatons in the movie. Yeah, they wow. mm-hmm. yeah, but they probably are but saying that's it wrong. not what he's. But they right, probably we have, we'll, we'll get we'll get a grammar lesson. Um, later. Yeah, so both. Where is Heidi Ho when you need her? Right? <laughs> um, we both... can get her on speaker. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> call her. A call in. Has that ever happened? On we, I have not done that before. But <clears throat> both entrances are quite grand. Which one did you prefer? Oh, you know my gay ass wants to fly in in the carriage. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Because yeah. like I think about what it must be like traveling literally underwater in a pirate ship like that. That's not cool. That do you fun. mean do you mean their entrances to Hogwarts in, or into the Great Hall? Into the Great Hall. Oh, oh. into the Great Hall. Oh. oh. Still. Durmstrang. Yeah. Oh, really? With the fire and the sticks? Yeah, yes. I think that's cooler than the Well, I mean, think like, about, oh. I do gymnastics. So as soon as I saw that, I was like, <gasps> Yes, yeah. but if we're going to talk about this, then it must be made known that in the books... There's both females and male wizards and witches in both schools. So my gay ass would want to be in the blue with fucking birds coming at yeah. me. <laughs> yes. 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 yes, yes, yes. Because I don't fucking do gymnastics. Right. I feel like Harry Ella needs that costume now. I mean, I with birds attached to it? it. 
talk to Heidi after. <laughs> <laughs> um, so three dangerous hats are about to be revealed, but then there's some like some spooky aura thing it's happening, bad. and we learn. Um, Okay, but I believed you. Um, You were right. (laughs) um, Mad-Eye Mooney stops it, and he's a mood. That cyborg guy, like, what is that about? So, they actually tell you a little bit later in the movie Mm -hmm. when they're in the courtroom scene. He was fighting with a Death Eater, and I think he killed him. Yeah. But that guy... Took Moody's eye, and that's his magical replacement eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it allow he can see through doors. He can uh, look He's through the back Superman. of his head. Can't was, he see through the invisibility cloak too? Yes, mm-hmm. I believe so. I believe he can. Yeah, I think the only ones who can see through the invisibility cloak are him and Dumbledore. Can Dumbledore see through it, or can Dumbledore just tell if somebody's under an invisibility cloak? Maybe he can just tell. That might be it. Because I, I think he. Because he had it for a while. Yeah. Well, and you know Dumbledore definitely used it. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> what was interesting to me, though, about this cinematic moment with the eye is, like, it was the first, like, technical technological thing we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt very advanced for the world we're currently in. I don't yes. know. Yeah. It, was, it was a little jarring. I don't know if that's intentional or if that was a directorial choice. Um, but, it, like, you even heard, like, the like the little cyborgs. Was, yeah. Interesting. Different. Yeah. Um, so we learned that there are a little new. There's some new rules this season. Um, no student under the age of 17 may enter their name for the Triwizard Tournament, um, and the room has an audible groan, and they're all fucking pissed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because it's crazy how many 13 year olds are like, I would not mind dying at school right now. Yeah. <laughs> what all the gets rid of like six years of the ho- of all the students yeah. only only yeah. the old only the last year students yeah. could end but that makes sense because right. you've been spending all this time learning all this magic like my dumb ass reading that book was like oh shit, thank god yeah but <laughs> i was not ready but they like included it this year which does that mean past years yeah the 13 year olds could have well, fucking done it and the, with, with like no well, yeah because they said training. it was a new, yes. they said it was a, it was new, a rule. new rule well it was very so, hunger games well in the yeah. book they said they change it because it, someone had died in one of and that's why it hadn't been done for like so yeah. many years. Yes. Right, right, well, that, right. that was going to be my next question. That like, usually what, deters how schools often from doing things. Yes. Does the yeah. Tri Wizard um, tournament happen? I think it used to happen pretty every, regularly. Like four years or so. Yeah. It's like the Olympics. Kind of, yeah. Yes, kind of. but then. Someone died. Voldemort came to power and like someone died and then you had Krakow, which was, yeah, was a Death Eater. Yeah. It, things got real messy. Yeah, you know, like, we're going to take a break from our dead games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our deadly games. And then they were like, you know what? We've had Harry Potter in the wizarding community for three years. You know what sounds great? <laughs> Introducing him to something that might kill him yet again. <laughs> well, it's time to meet the Goblet of Fire, and that was a cool reveal. Yeah, yeah it is mm-hmm. a really mm-hmm. cool goblet. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I, I would be into it. Out of all the goblets. Out <laughs> of all the goblets. No, but like, again, you're talking about... I mean, about there's <laughs> the goblet of goblins. Yeah. But, but I was looking at that goblet, and I was like, I wouldn't mind winning that. Like, if there's a pageant, and instead you get this beautiful goblet. But you don't win the Goblet of Fire. You win, you win the, the Triwizard Cup. Oh, that's what I meant. Well, I'm thinking well, about the Triwizard The Goblet of Fire is magical. I would also um, like to win. <laughs> but no, the Goblet of Fire, but like very much going back to this um, idea of the Olympics, it's de- very much like yes, the Steel the Torch. Yeah. torch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they must enter the name by Thursday, but it's not a light decision. Um... So Alistair Moody is the new defensive dark arts teacher, and this job is just a fucking revolving door. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't stop. Oh, like, yeah. I, it's almost at the point now, it's like, this person is the new teacher here, and I'm like, okay, I have to look out for this person. Like, he's gonna be bad. Yeah. Bad writing. Um, but yeah, he's he's an interesting person. Um, what? Are we, are we saying, saying I'm wrong? Well, it's just, it's on purpose. On purpose? It's, the yeah. the yeah. job's cursed. It's a cursed job. Yeah, it's a cursed yeah. job. Gotcha. And it's when meant it, to happen that you kind of know at the end of the year, Dumbledore is going to be trying to find a, a new brand. person. But here's the thing about the curse, because wasn't it that Voldemort put a curse on the job so that nobody could keep it for longer than a year I don't because think he didn't curse. get it? Okay, but because in the first one, Quirrell had been the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher for a while, yeah. and it wasn't until that all happened Correct. that it started becoming the revolving I door. I think it was like a school myth that it was cursed of like the kids were like no one can hold this position but it would be interesting if it was actually cursed yeah but by snape not voldemort because he wanted the job so he wanted people Uh, to not have it year to year right yeah well speaking of curses we're talking about the three unforgivable curses now Mm. Uh uh-huh um um yeah what are they uh the imperious curse the cruciatus curse and avada kedavra and for the people who are dumb like me. Um, Pierce is to control someone's mind, make them bend to your will. Cruciatus is the torture curse, and then Vodakadevra is death. Yeah, it's killing curse. Yeah. This was this would be a very scary class for what, a fourteen year old, fifteen year old? Yeah. Well, you're not even supposed to demonstrate them. No. And that's what was crazy about him teaching them on the very first day of that class. These are what these curses are because all of those kids were like, whoa, we don't cover this material at yeah. Hogwarts. Like, we talk about it in theory and he actually practiced it. Right? Yeah. It's, um... <clears throat> you're actually supposed to, like, go right to jail for using those spells right. yeah. at all. Yeah, that's why Hermione's so upset. Yeah, it's a one-way mm. ticket to ask a yeah. It's interesting to see that he was able to do them on premise. Like, you think that Dumbledore would have some sort of, like, <laughs> curse lockdown, you know, of, like, yeah, that's these spells true. can't be uttered on campus. That's mm-hmm. true, because you never know when those kids are going to be stupid. But I, I'm I'm sure that the, the way His that level, he went about... Yeah. Um, making sure everybody at Hogwarts thought he was actually Alistair Moody, he probably was like, Dumbledore, why aren't you teaching these kids this shit? You have to teach them. Yeah. They have to know what's out there. And Dumbledore knew. What was out there. But did Dumbledore know anything? I have to say, watching this scene, I felt... This might be the first time, but I felt so bad for that spider. Yeah, let's talk about that spider. Poor spider. Well, it freaks the kids out as it crawls all over them. Um, but yeah, it showed the, like the power that Moody had all over, all over it. Um, yeah, and he gets them loads and that people did the bidding for you know who under the curse, and they have to weed out the liars mm-hmm. because apparently people lie about that kind of thing. Um, and the torture curse is not cute and scares uh, Neville and freaks Hermione out, who makes him stop. Yeah. Uh-huh. So can we explain to you why it freaks out Neville? Yeah. Because his parents went insane under. The Cruciatus Curse, and so they're technically in um, Saint Mungo's, which is a magical hospital. It's not a spoiler because they won't ever show it in the movie, but they're technically, that's they're technically in the hospital and they're insane. They don't remember him at all, and that's why yeah. he's so disturbed. He's literally by watching. witnessing how his parents went mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, we might as well continue talking about the Neville thing because it never gets brought up. Yeah. Because that happened to his parents, and he's living with his grandmother. She never took him and did the whole Hogsmeade thing that Harry did, or not Hogsmeade. Um, 
oh my god, diagonally yeah. thing yeah. that Harry did in the first book. So he's using his dad's wand the entire time. That's right. Yeah. And he never has his own wand. And we know how important it is that you have your own wand. Mm-hmm. And that's part of why Neville looks like such a loser the whole time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Hermione is asked to do the last curse. <laughs> Um, the killing. What do you say to that? <laughs> right? I mean, well, honestly, fair. after to be Neville, after, right? No, after that, fair. I want a fucking spinoff for Neville, I, but but oh. hot Neville, current Neville. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. Daddy Neville. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So Hermione's asked to do the last curse, the killing curse, but she won't. Um, Moody does. It says the only person. Uh, there's only one person who's ever survived it, and it's Harry Potter. Yeah, right. kind of like. Like I love that scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's so awkward too. Could you imagine being in class? You're like, yeah. Yeah, that was me. That's me. <laughs> and he just stands he in front of for a long period of time and then takes a that. swig of his drink and then walks away and you're just like, can you imagine being another kid in that class? Just like, oh my God. One of the puffs. <laughs> you're just like, God damn it. Why is everything going back to Harry Potter? <laughs> like we can't Every lesson. <laughs> Every lesson's about Harry We Potter. have these pixies and the Harry and Ron and Hermione got to stop them. Like, God, I just want to do something normal for one. <laughs> Why can't we just learn? So we see the kids start placing their names into the Goblet of Fire, and they cheer as they do, and uh, Cedric Diggory, a.k.a. Robert Pattinson, seems to be Ron's favorite now. Um, I sense he just has crush on, like, powerful guys. Yeah. I well, like it, it's, it's, that's interesting you say that, because that's, he wants that for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, and he admires that, and that's probably why he likes being friends with Harry, even though yeah. he clearly hates him a little yeah. bit for it. Well, the Weasley twins want to submit their name. Uh, Hermione reminds them about the age line. Um, and as they cross it and put their names in, uh, it spit right back out, and they are turned into old men, and they fight. And that's clearly the fight that they we were talking about earlier. Super cute. Um, but I, I feel it. like this was the only moment in the movie where there's actually like a sense of comedy. <laughs> like, well, this was the one of those of the franchise <clears throat> so far. There's, like, nothing funny here. Yeah. It's a very... Di- Interesting directorial. Yeah, things. yeah. They at from this movie on, they start to get darker. The, yeah, the comedic moments are still there, but but yeah, yeah. It was it's interesting. It's very heavy. Yeah. Um. So next up is Crumb, who also uh, gives eyes to Hermione, and she is understanding feelings for the first time. Um. So the champion... oh no, she read about them. Oh, she read about them. <laughs> of course she did. Of course she did. Um. The champion selection is upon us, and who's it going to be? The Goblet of Fire selects Victor Crumb, uh, Fleur de- Delacour, and Robert yes. Pattinson um, is the Hogwarts champion. Cedric Diggory. No, it's Robert Pattinson. No, he is oh, Batman. Uh, that is true. He is Batman. Why they Give cast the Hufflepuffs him. the representation we deserve. Okay, okay yeah, fine. Thank you. Go Hufflepuffs. Um, and then only one will go down uh, in, in Wizard history. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the... Now we get to see the Triwizard Cup. And I wrote, I want it for Iconic. Yeah, I love it. I I would rather... Right? I honestly... I think it's more beautiful than so many crowns. <laughs> yeah, um, don't tell Audrey Phoenix. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, that thing is beautiful. It's, it's gorgeous. Stunning. Glistening. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly the Goblet of Fire gets really angry and spits out a note that says Harry Potter... Uh, Hagrid says no, but Harry is called up upon, uh, by Dumbledore. Um, first I want to say, again, the lighting for this moment was absolutely exquisite. Like, that blue light is just mm-hmm. stunning. Because mm-hmm. um, it's a really good contrast compared to this, the dark moments that we've seen so far and right. we'll see for the rest of the movie. Um, so, very interesting cinematic choices. 
Um, so Harry's not even 17 and he's selected, but why? We'll find out eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, so the champions are in this like trophy room thing and all the professors are in a tizzy trying to figure out how Harry's name was included. Um, and and it is, it's important to note that one of the biggest deviations from the book is in this scene because Dumbledore gets very angry and says, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? But in the book, it specifically specifically that Dumbledore says it calmly. Interesting. So it's, it's an very important to, choice. To, uh, yeah. sure. a directorial choice. We've yeah. made some odd choices to, already. For so. him to run at Harry and push him into that table of cups. Or it was very that is. uncharacteristic. Yeah, it's right. mm-hmm. so uncharacteristic. And, and yeah, it, uh, it's almost like you know, stern father mother, like calmly telling yeah. you what you did wrong is even scarier but, than mm-hmm. him screaming at you. Yeah. For those why. of us that know what lies ahead. Does it make sense? Of him being calm? No, for him to have his reaction. Mm. Yes, but we... But she. But J.K. Rowling wrote calmly. Yes, but when she... <laughs> Maybe she was when, when she was, Maybe she was When she was on set, she probably was like... Thinking... Maybe. Because I'm now thinking about... Um, the grand plan and how she had already mapped out exactly how this series was supposed to end. Mm-hmm. And if certain things didn't go exactly the right way, the maybe ending would have been different. Yeah. Maybe she said something different. So for Dumbledore to overreact in that moment, because anything could have happened in the Triwizard tournament and the future of the wizarding world could have been completely different. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we learned that the Goblet of Fire has a binding. <laughs> do, you, do you see how I tried to avoid uh-huh, as many spoilers uh-huh. as no, possible? No, that was that. Was, yes, yeah, that was the side conversation of ambiguity that I'm just sitting here and been like, I'm gonna yeah. pretend like I know what's going on, but I have no idea. Good, good, no good, idea. Good, good, good I tried to. Well, the Goblet of Fire has a binding contract, some magical contract thingy, um, and Harry has no choice but to be in the Triwizard Championship. Um, the Hogwarts staff debate what to do with Harry. Um, Snape says, let the, let, let it all unfold. But, uh, Maggie Smith, I'm calling her Maggie Smith, um, says Harry is a boy and not a piece of meat. And I was, I'm like, I didn't like that line. You I don't like that line. No. But again, this is an older person watching Harry Potter for the first time and things are a little twisted. And oh. I don't like that line. No. Well, I like it because no. she's, well, because she prefaces it with, we can't, what are we supposed to do, just offer him up as bait? He's not a piece of meat. Yeah, well, I don't so, care. Okay. <laughs> my, so um, my fan fiction was McGonagall and Harry. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> 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 so, Why? I'll pay money. I would pay money to listen to you read that on stage. Great. Can you write one now? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Harry is, is an, a teenager, so he's in his room brooding. Um, Ron asks how he did it, and he's mad that he didn't tell, um, him about it, and they're gonna have a little tension, because that's what friends should have sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry doesn't want eternal glory, he just wants to be, and trails off and doesn't finish that statement. Oh, yeah. Cool. Just, he just wants a haircut. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> they all want a haircut this year. Yeah, that, the hair choice is this, this, the Yeah, but it makes year. sense, though. It's that, like, 13, 14, you're like, right. I'm not going to shower. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with my body, but it's gross. But, yeah. like, I, my hair's long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The next scene, we meet my f- new favorite, Rita Skeeter. Yes, I mean. She's so stunning. Yeah. Um, why <laughs> is her she's look so the be- best thing ever? Oh, she's so beautiful. It's just polished and everything. And, like, she's a writer. So and- she would win RuPaul's Drag Race? 
Probably. Cool. Yeah. Oh, she'd be a guest judge. Oh, great. <laughs> Um, Rita interviews Harry in a broom cupboard and it's quite intimate. Um, that was another interesting moment choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I desperately want a, uh, self-writing notebook in Quill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, please, that makes this a lot easier. Yeah. Um. And then it already paraphrases what's actually going on. So right. that it, it just creates the narrative for mm-hmm. you. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I, I, just the, and even her interview style. I liked it. I appreciate it. I, I Getting everything her. wrong? Yeah. Right, right <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. Well, more interesting. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I well, because her. your vision of the truth is just much more entertaining for your readers. Correct. Exactly. Let's do that. Let's say that. Um, Harry has a moment um, in, the, in the tower and gets a letter from Sirius Black and is told to meet in the uh, Gryffindor um, room and uh, the bird bites. That 1 a.m. Cool. Yeah, right. that was like whatever. So Sirius shows up in the fire to ask about the dream and Harry doesn't know who the third man in the dream was. But he says that he wanted uh, that he wanted him and uh, used the man to get him. Um, it was only a dream, he asked, but um, we know this wasn't a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing's a coincidence in this series. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hogwarts is still not safe. Nope. Never will be. Um, and Igor and Barty Crouch are not are bad people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and people will die in this tournament. You get to learn all of this in a two-minute scene. Yeah. Uh, and then Ron shows up, and he's still angsty about his best friend being a liar. And Ron has Hermione tell Harry that a bunch of people said uh, something about Hagrid looking for him, and Harry tries to tell her to tell Ron, but she's not an owl, and that was a, that was a funny moment back yeah. to him. But I feel like this this movie, like, they are very much supporting players in the Harry Potter narrative. As opposed to, like, the first three, it's, like, the three best friends in the whole entire world. Yeah, well, what they don't show you is that first task, Hermione helps Harry train and train and train yeah. to figure out how to do the Accio spell, because he doesn't know how to do it. So, once again, you don't see how much work Hermione puts in. Well. Underappreciated. Well, Hagrid takes Harry for a walk in the woods. Um, Harry puts the cloak on as Hagrid and then uh, Maxime see the dragons, and that's going to be task number one. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can, we, can we talk about Maxime for a second? Yeah. Um, she tall. Oh, yes. she's part giant. Yeah, she tall. But she denies that she's part giant. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. I forgot. And then, and then Hagrid <laughs> like, gets really upset about it. Feet tall. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a little jarring at first. You, you see her and you're like, cool. And then you see her next to Hagrid and you're like, okay, that, that, that you yeah, are. Yeah, she's like, has tall. to be like 10 feet because Hagrid has to be at least seven and a half, eight. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she's got a big dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the next scene we see everybody with these like um pins that like change and everything and i want one of those those are cool i want those a block talk cool. one those are some of those things that like really make the series so cool yeah and, like, the prop people like killed that yeah like do they sell that when the movie came out like what kind of merch came out with this movie oh not enough yeah. Yeah. well there's just so much now yeah yeah, yeah. You can There's more people like we're making their own. Yeah. And going mm-hmm. to midnight showings. That's true. I yeah. think this is the first one that I saw at a midnight showing. Like I was 14. Mm-hmm. Went with a group of friends. Mm. Cedric, Harry, they're talking about the dragons, but Q, Mad Eyes, uh, sneaking a peek with his weird, creepy eye. Mm-hmm. Just looking at everything. Um, Harry yells at Ron for being, um, what do you say, a foul git? A foul yeah. git. You're right, you're foul right, git. You're right, foul git. You're right, foul git. Which we now know means that you're an arse because we all speak drag UK. Yes, we too. Yeah. Um, and then he says, stay away from him. And then uh, Draco appears in a tree to taunt him. And why is Draco in a tree? 
because this director's obsessed with white boys jumping out of trees. I've seen that movie. It's actually opening on Broadway in a couple of weeks. Yeah, then um, Nanai turns Draco into a ferret, and it's kind of funny again. I love it. That was cute. Stuffs him down his pants. See, you know what's interesting, though, is is that, and I was going to say this about Moody when he was teaching the um, curses, is is that not only did he put the spider on, like, everyone, but as soon as Draco was laughing, he put it on him also, Mm -hmm. which kind of showed, like, the equality of, like, your house is your house, like, don't be an ass. But then when it comes to Harry here... He already, like, has gotten more fond and, like, immediately turns Draco into a ferret. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Maggie Smith is not happy about doing this to a student. Uh, not happy at all. But I say transfiguration should be allowed by everybody because it, it, it is a punishment for people who deserve it. Well, it's also very dangerous to use transfiguration on a human. It's not It's not safe to do because they, they can get stuck or kind of like with Hermione with the polygy potion where you're not supposed to do animals with it. So I think that... Is her main concern. Such a good teacher. She's so such a He's good also teacher. throwing a student around in the air. I mean, that might be a concern too. And sure. his yes. father will hear about it. And like, no, you know, Lucius Malfoy is up in the headmaster's office every other week mm-hmm. as it is. Crying. Owls every day. Crying. So another big reveal we get, uh, Moody does not have two real legs. Oh no, one of them is totes fake. Yes. Mm-hmm. Totes fake. Oh yeah, girl. Totes fake. Uh, and then we see like, there's like this black chest of some sorts that like there's something in there and I, I, I want to know what's in there mm-hmm. that and then I, I that was on the back of my mind the entire time that's good foreshadowing mm-hmm. um so moody asks harry about his dragon and warns him of the games that the other people will play and then he needs to play to his strengths and harry doesn't really have strengths and that was a sad moment for him um we're starting to get ready for harry potter what are your strengths well i'm an orphan <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't fly. die as a baby. <laughs> yeah. I didn't die as a baby. I didn't die as a baby. <laughs> and I have a lot of money. Like, <laughs> good for you, Harry Potter. Good for you. Gallions. My best friend's really smart. Galleons for days. <laughs> we're, get, we're getting ready for the first task. And first off, I want to ask, are, is, le- is betting legal in school? No, no. the no. Weasley brothers are like... Totally they are always like, trying to find ways to make money. Yeah, yeah they're so are, smart. Do they like get in trouble ever? Yeah, I don't, know about, for, I don't know about gambling. Not for that, because I feel yeah. like that's not hurting anyone. But like, yeah, they do. Get well, in wait a minute. Like, oh God, what about Ludo Bagman? Because he wasn't in the movie. There was something with them and him. Uh, I'm yeah, remembering. I'll look it up. Yeah. Um. So then we get to see the the champions for a second. I, I want a hoodie like that with my name on the back of it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. they do sell them. Can, yeah, wait, you, can, can you get them custom with your name on it? You know enough people that you can get something custom if you want. Okay, give right? me the link. I want it. I want it. I know what it is about Ludo Batman. They do bets with... He's taking bets at the Quidditch World Cup. Uh, and they give him real money with the bets. And because they win by like these weird odds, they get a bunch of money from him. And it's, he he gives them the Irish leprechaun money. gold right. that disappears because you don't see this in the but there's leprechauns during like the opening part and they throw all this gold out to the audience and everyone thinks they're rich and it's and gold there's that the disappears. Re- and we don't also see the really sweet moment where Ron tries to repay Harry for buying him the but not the binoculars but no forget, yeah the binoculars but, uh, yeah. they're called something special though I think yeah they are but and then he, but then it's fake and Ron gets sad yeah. and it was very sweet. Can I, can I tell you my least favorite moment of the movie so far? Yeah. Um, Harry and Hermione talking between the tent. Oh, uh, like that split? It yeah. It didn't need to happen. It was so Is forced. that you, Harry? Yeah. 
Like, literally, that is a thin piece of fabric. So weird. She saw the shaggy hair, and she was like, it's either a mop. (laughs) But it once again shows that she's obeying the rules because she's not really supposed to be there because she's not family. And the reason why Victor Crumb only said friend is because he saw her and they're crushing. But she's really not supposed to be there, but then, you know, goes through the Mm -hmm. very tight, thin... Claw she does, and she jumps into Harry's arms, and then Rita's there to catch a picture. Mm-hmm. Loved Itch. it, loved it. Slimy fake news. Um, then I wrote, um, Crumb has massive chode dick, according to Harryola. <laughs> <laughs> True. Well, throughout this, uh, this specific, this fourth book, me and Ritzy have decided that there are people in this world that their faces match their dicks. And their body types do. And I feel like Victor Crumb, he probably has... It probably looks like the mic. Yeah, I was just thinking <laughs> that, actually. No! Oh, yeah. Make it stop. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> and I would, I would have fun with it. Yeah. Do you feel like Ron probably has a massive dick? Yeah, because he's a skinny white boy. I was going to say, he's like that skinny white <laughs> redhead boy. And he's definitely yeah, they're getting got, older. Like, it's almost okay. Small. These children are 14. <laughs> Yo, 14-year-olds are doing things already. <laughs> That's what we need to talk about it. (laughs) Well, it's time to pull for dragons. This isn't going anywhere, right? (laughs) We're we're talking about what the adult actors' penises would look like should we see them after they're over the age of 18 to But they also weren't 14 when they were filming this. I don't think they were 18, though. (laughs) No! Yes, they were. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So what happened in the first task? We're talking about now in 2019. What happened in the first task? Well, okay, so we have to pull pull for dragons. Um, So Fleur gets a Welsh green. Uh, Crumb has a Chinese fireball. Ooh. Ooh. That's one of my favorite, like, Chinese fireball. Ooh. Cedric has a Swedish short snout. Yes. Which Um, makes sense. Because of his face. Yeah. And Harry has a Hungarian horn tail. Of course. Mm. Yeah. It's the worst one. Um. <laughs> Other things in the book happen, like they kind of go into some detail, but this, for cinematic purposes, did a huge dragon and the tiles yeah. and that, but he gets the egg. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to, I wrote, so this movie can end if they don't get the next clue, so it wouldn't have been better for Harry if he just didn't yeah, get it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Just don't get it, and then you're out of the competition. Mm-hmm. And then we don't really get to see this dragon match, and I feel cheated. Or would you be out of the competition, or would they just force you to do it, and you just wouldn't know what to do? I think that's oh. what would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It said that you couldn't possibly, they said something like you It's a clue that you have to have. Yeah. Um, like, you'd just be standing there at the water, and you'd be but like... Also, but also, in the book, I'm fairly yeah. certain that there was, like, a rule that the students couldn't get hurt, and the dragon couldn't escape, and they completely went off the rails with it. Because, yeah. like, there was, like, yeah. some rules they had set, so no one would get hurt, yeah. and they completely ignored that, obviously. Yeah. Well, Harry's For cinematic get, purposes. Yeah. Harry has to go get this egg, but the dragon that is clearly later cast in Game of Thrones is a formidable opponent. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then someone says, your wand, Harry, your wand. And that's, again, Hermione. Was Hermione. very Duh. dirty. Cause she, very say, dirty. Well, because she had told him. She was like, Accio. Like, Make sure you He was like, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I've been sitting on that joke for years. <laughs> so Nar- Harry narrowly escaped. Waited 19 years to tell that joke. <laughs> I did my waiting 19 years of it in Azkaban. <laughs> Harry narrowly escapes before the dragon gets loose and chases him around Hogwarts. And um, I think the filming of the scene was really cool. Chases. It was very 
flies. They're flying. Okay. <laughs> it's in case sequence. Yeah. I guess so, but they're flying. Is more fun. Flying blues. is more fun. He's on a what, what I will say is this while the scene was stunning, compared to the previous movies, the CGI felt like CGI. It felt yeah. faker than the other movies. And maybe because this guy only got a fucking million dollars for the movie, maybe there wasn't a bigger budget for is it. Is it maybe because you know dragons do not exist? What? Oh. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Stone either. Spoiler. Although they actually just found ruins of a dragon somewhere, so we can go back and talk about that later. What? I don't Where? know if it's true. I just put the title. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes. The best way to just go about journalism. Duh. Yeah, you're Trump, definitely you're a Trump's America. I only read the title. <laughs> That's so, all you need. Harry gets stuck on a roof and nearly falls to his death as he attempts to collect his wand. So then dumb. escapes the dragon and falls to his death at a bridge. And Harry gets the egg and the clue and it screeches and cool. Uh, Ron comes in and he says he, that he kind of fit, starts to figure out that uh, people are trying to actually kill Harry Potter. It took him four movies. <laughs> took him took him a little bit. He's so dumb. Very dumb. It must be a ginger thing. <laughs> Wow. I don't know why you guys all looked at me. <laughs> um, next I wrote, Harry is just not good around girls. A girl smiles at him and he spits his drink out. <laughs> um, Ron gets a package and it's a dress and I asked if Ron is a drag queen now. Basically. Mm-hmm. So the Yule Ball. Um, it's on Christmas Eve uh, during the Triwizard Tournament and it's a dance and the kids are like, what's a dance? It's... <laughs> I just love that McGonagall's like telling them they're gonna go to this ball and they have all these dress like dressing robes and all this and then it isn't until she says it's a dance that they're like oh mm-hmm. oh a dance cultural, <laughs> cultural differences and, and because they do not be xenophobic but they're, they've all been most of them been living in the wizarding world for so long like yeah well they imagine. don't know how to dance so Maggie Smith has to teach Ron Weasley which is the best part of the movie mm-hmm. it was very it was it. very cute I was like is this dance with the stars I love it <laughs> fanfic um, well since it's in the UK it's strictly come dancing well correct correct. <laughs> Um, next that I wrote um, is, is Ravenclaws are so rude, according to Harryola. No, I just, oh, because that one second, yeah, that one scene, they literally were giving resting bitch face and like, don't even look at me. Oh no, that Have was you active. met me? Right. It was active <laughs> bitch face. Yes, yeah, that's true. Because they Have were having a me? good time until they came over. Uh, then I wrote, um, Hagrid is crushing on uh, Madame Maxime. Mm, hard, 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 hard. hard. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they don't go into that enough. No. In the movie, because they really. Oh, go they into snuck it in the away book. during the ball. Yeah, they have. Do you a have whole... a fanfic for that too? No, God it doesn't need to be a fanfic. It happens <laughs> in books. Yes, it's a whole canon. chapter in the book. Do you know <laughs> the scene in the Titanic when like the hand goes down? Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. it's kind of that. Isn't there a deleted scene from this movie yeah, where you are have Snape and Krakow? Oh, yes, that's what it is. And then you can see very carefully one of the carriages is moving. Oh, wow. Okay. Sex must be really fun. PG 13. Wizard sex must be fun. Think about it. Giant sex. Heat things up. Oh. Magically. Magically. And it probably doesn't burn. Oh, you'd be like. So do we know? Like, what, you know, sometimes you use those lubes yeah, and they're like, oh, saying. and then it's, yeah. that's what I'm you're saying. like, no, this is not, this yeah. does not go inside of the human body. Why would you invent this? <laughs> no, it's, it's just me. No, I've gotten blown with um, Burt's bees before, and it's oh. like a very weird sensation. Burt's bees. Yeah, like they had like Burt's bees the chapstick on their mouth, and then went to go blow someone. Was and it it's magical? like a, it's like an ooh ah ah sensation. <laughs> Literally, Monique Hart, and I feel like that. Ooh ah ah. Yeah. 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 
Okay. Uh-huh. What's going on? I learned the hard way that you don't use coconut oil as lube. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> okay. Don't just use spit. Do we know what kind of test they were all taking in the, uh, the no. hall? No. I think no. it was just a study hall. I really do think it was like know, study hall. I don't know, because then Hermione like, handed in her book to Snape. But maybe it was just like her study hall book. It was, it, maybe like, it was an open book finishing, She was finishing test? homework or... Hey. Yeah. Well, the two big moments of this is uh, Snape just pushing down uh, Ron's head and Harry's head. And Very homoerotic. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. And then with there's discussion about dance partners and Hermione has said yes to a boy and Ron is very jealous. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's some damn fault. Harry runs into uh, Cho and he's giddy and he's uh, about to ask her to the Yule Ball but she's already going with somebody. Oh no, rejection. Um, and then apparently Ron asked uh, Fleur to the ball, and I wish that scene was included. Why was that not included in the book? That stayed, I think, pretty, pretty straight yeah, I, yeah. yeah. But that would have been fun to see. But I think it's funnier to think about what it would have been in your head. That's fair, okay. I feel like that's just a hysterical thing to imagine. Yeah, well, speaking of hysterical things, Ron looks like a fool in his fucking dress robe. I mean, yes. Um, yeah, and I think there's only, I wrote down, the only person who I think could pull it off is Pussy Willow. <laughs> I want it too. Yeah. And when he pulls it out, I'm like, I would love that. It's such a pretty color. Yeah. So the boys. So many pretty colors together. <laughs> yeah. Is what you mean. So the boys take the Patel twins. Uh, they seem like nice girls. <sighs> Those poor girls. Um, fun, um, fun fact is that actually in the books, they were not both in Gryffindor. One, I don't, I don't know which sister, but one was in Ravenclaw. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Padma. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, the four champions must dance first, as it is tradition. Uh, Hermione enters looking like Belle, while Harry is clearly the prince, but, uh, there she is with Crumb, and Harry's a bad dancer, and everything's great, but, um, Dumbledore looks fabulous. Oh, yeah. We, oh, yeah. Um, we, I feel like we would need, like, an entire different podcast just for, like, the fashion photo review of everybody's looks from the Yule Ball. Why didn't we do it? Because, like, Well, there... who would be your top two? Minus Dumbledore, Hermione. Her- Hermione, absolutely. Cho Chang, but Hermione, but okay. Cho but- Chang's my top two. It's stunning. She does look. Really it's like great. a ivory kimono. Yeah. Done. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like if we had gotten the Hermione dress the way it would have been, it would have beat everything outright. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, wait a minute. You know why we didn't get the Hermione dress? Because Dumbledore was wearing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Also, yeah. Madame Maxine looked really good her whole entire. Yes, I was gonna say I loved her chest. And Hagrid, beating. he like I like brushed his. I was like, <sighs> oh, he's so cute. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not top two. No, <laughs> he's like miscongeniality. Yeah. He can be uh, like you. He could be oh, not top two to the week. He'd I get guess. like uh, he's just trendler. Yeah, he'd get trendler. Trendler. Brushed hair. Brushed trendler. Hair. trendler. <laughs> I wasn't saying he was top two. I was just saying I think he looked, I think yeah, he's he cute. I, yeah. Like it was he a nice. Change. And so, he's trying, which is something new that you don't... Right. Dur- yeah. During this first moment, we see everybody, like, dancing to, like, this orchestra, and it's really yeah. nice. And then jump cut into the fucking band. Yeah. The Weird Nowhere. Sisters. The Weird Sisters. Can you dance like a hippogriff? Na-na-na, na-na-na. <laughs> and we know that we cannot call them the Weird Sisters weird. in the movie because of the legal bullshit legal that's battles. going on. How do you know that, by the way? It's on the listeners. It's on the internet. It, yeah, it's on the. But no, there's a legal battle um, with a Canadian group called the, the Weird, Weird Sisters. Sisters. Um, w Y R D. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that's funny. But then it was funny. Warner Brothers used Weird Sisters for um, the Chilling Sab- Sabrina series. Yeah. They like yeah. were like, yeah. "Thank you." Yep. And 
Oh, decided yeah. to use it anyway. Yeah, that we definitely will not be podcasting about that series because I hate it. Um, oh, wow. Really? I, there, there are so many choices and I'm like, I'm over it. But sidetrack. Sorry I to trigger that. you. That, that which we don't like. I'd fuck Harry, um, the, uh, Harvey, though. Yeah, he's fine. Um, so Ron is still very judgmental. Hermione. Just... <laughs> he's adorable. Um, yeah, so Ron Maybe is jealous Richard. about Hermione and they get into a little fight about it and then all she wanted was to be asked by him, and that was the moment foreshadowing, I'm sure, for later on, eventually. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that the new It couple is Neville and Ginny. For a brief moment. You don't care about them? You don't want to see um, I, I would have liked to see Neville and Ginny together. I think that it made mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Me too. I think it's so cute. I love their, that whole moment of them dancing. I think, it's like, I think it's like a sweet Also, she's got like eight a... brothers. You know that she went down on him that night. <laughs> So this she's is like, like this is like twelve. <laughs> no, she's thirteen. She's thirteen. Oh, I'm sorry. She's All of a sudden, it's better. Okay. Now it's okay. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is that I like we obviously know what occurs relationship wise, but I think that it's kind of like a, I'm here for you as a girlfriend yeah. type of moment, and yeah. he's like I'm here for you. Like I feel like she did a better deed for him. Oh, yes. That says, like, a lot about her character. Oh, yes. And it's, like, super sweet. But at this point, Ginny's still considered, like, the weird girl because of the whole Chamber of Secrets stuff, so I don't think Didn't anybody she has her. Wasn't she hooking up with someone? Or that's next. That's well, next. Sorry. It doesn't. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, Harry, it's time for him to have another dream. Uh, he sees the same people. He <laughs> Wet spooks. dream. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, then Harry that and Hermione talk on that little bridge. Oh, he's definitely sweating. Yeah. Um, so they're talking on the bridge and uh, about uh, Crumb and Harry in the tournament, and she's worried about him. And then they're interrupted by Cedric, who lets them into uh, some insight about the special bathroom and how to use the egg. And I want that bath. Yeah. yeah. That bath is I want so the one in it. Yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, oh, gotcha. I want the mermaid stained glass. Yes, beautiful. I was thinking <laughs> so that too. Split up, turns, up the whole thing. Turns around. Um, yeah. So Harry opens the egg and it screeches, but oh, oh, oh no, Moni Myrtle's there. She's peeping. Poppy? Oh, yeah. Poppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Harry opens the egg under the water and we get this beautiful voice singing at him. Um, and then I wrote, Pussy thinks Harry and Myrtle messed around in the tub. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, cause you know like you? whenever the ghosts pass through them or whatever, they get that chilly feeling can you imagine like he's in the warm water and then she just has a cold hand going at it no no thank you (laughs) no thank you can i tell you what i wrote next that would not feel good what i wrote next was i'm distracted at this point in the movie because the conversation in the room has turned into harry potter kinks (laughs) (laughs) you started it with your fucking wand polishing (laughs) wizard bdsm didn't Pussy Willow write the fan fiction already? <laughs> that fan no. fiction. I will never live with that. <laughs> so it's time for task two. Oh, Something was stolen. I thought it was going to be like, it's time to say what your... <laughs> <laughs> what would your wizarding kink be? Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's okay. Time for task two. You, you would be the one that's like, I can touch you now. <laughs> <laughs> I love Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> I'll be moaning Myrtle in that bathtub. Oh yeah. my god! In five seconds. Oh, so, right. in task two, something was stolen from each champion. They must find the treasure on the bottom of the floor. We're not going to read the mermaid song. No. <laughs> sing it. We're not going to talk about the most amazing acting moment that Moaning Myrtle has when Harry comes out of the water coughing and she mocks him because that's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> 
uh, so dumb. Harry and the mermaids <laughs> underwater. Again, stunning scene. We learned this is a huge set that was built for it. <laughs> She's um, like the best character. She's also terrifying. She's so she needs more stage. Very scary. Um, then underwater, so we see like the dead floating bodies of, so of like his friends, and that's really creepy. Uh, then we see Shark Boy, and I asked, "Where's Lava Girl?" Uh-huh. Oh. I was just oh, gonna say. Oh, that's so funny. Who would Lava Girl be in this version? Ginny. Ginny. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen it. Neither have I, but I know the reference at so least. Good. I mean, I know the reference, but I don't know it well enough to like cast. That's right. You've never seen hair. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> no. Have you also never seen Spy Kids? I was just. I've seen Spy Kids. <laughs> Do you all three know of them. who, what, I know when, the where, and why? Okay. Yeah. God, I was gonna say. Do I delight in what? Do I intend to find? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, I sing it every time I go to club coming. <laughs> <laughs> so the treasure was the lo- like their loved ones, whatever. Um, Harry's about to drown after saving both Ron and Fleur's little sister, and comes back up. Um, to which Dumbledore makes sure the judges take note. Harry is granted second place because he ha- could have finished first if he didn't save both. Moral fiber. But you know what's funny is I realized this time watching the movie is how little amount of time there is that he really is waiting with them in the movie, whereas in the book he's waiting like a long period of time, which is why he gets the second place, but in this one, as he's starting to untie Ron is when, like, Cedric gets there to save Cho, so it's not like he's really spending that much time waiting. Well, after this all happens, Mad-Eye has a confrontation with Crouch, hmm, and then Harry discovers the corpse of Crouch in the woods, what the fuck? Um, Fudge, Moody, and Dumbledore are conversing until Harry arrives, they leave him in the office alone, and Harry is immediately bitten by those thingies. I felt um, like in the book that that was a little bit more intense, though. Like, it was more, like, political, like, overthrown conversation, yeah. right? Like, oh, yeah. he talk about... He talked about the ministry a lot more, right? Yeah. So you have, like... I mean, you don't know, but you have... Which you is have very this... interesting because they didn't want Dumbledore to be a part of the ministry. But he was talking to Harry. Oh, okay. Where he was like, Harry, we, like, it was like too much information giving to a 14-year-old about the inner workings of the ministry at that time, right? Yeah. I'm not remembering, but... Heidi? (laughs) (laughs) So in this moment, we get to see this creepy, I believe it's called Pensive? Pensive? Pensive. Pensive. Um, And that lets you see old memories, and I'm going to need one of those things, please. I love Um, them. How much do they cost? Can we get one? (sighs) Yes. Let's all pool our money for the pool of memories. Um, so, in this memory, Harry Is there witnesses... wizarding group on? There has to be. There has to be. Uh, in the memory, Harry witnesses the trial of um, Igor as a convicted Death Eater, and let's talk about what happens here, because this is a pretty big scene. Yes. Yeah. So you learn some really important facts, especially about Moody's... I mean, not Moody, about Barty's son. Doctor Who. Right. Yes. And they give you a huge clue by having him stand in front of his father and do the tongue thing like five times yeah. in a row because Moody does it so much mm-hmm. in the movie. Look for that in your rewatch. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is a, that's all happens. Harry reveals he had a dream um, about Doctor Who and Dumbledore does that weird thing uh, with his wand that like helps Harry like, cast away the dreams. It was weird. Um... Then Harry walks in on Snape and Igor, who has, like, the tattoo, and Snape calls out Harry's use of the gillyweed and calls it um, ingenious if he's using it, but if he stole it. Um, and then Snape shows Harry um, some, I believe, bubble juice and says there are three drops summons you know who, and he doesn't want that, so don't steal no more. And this is where one of the places that we would have gotten Dobby, because this... he originally gives Harry the gillyweed. 
So he's the one who actually steals it from Sam. Why do we not have Dobby? I miss him. The CGI budget was real low. Yeah. Yeah. It spent all that money on the dragon. (laughs) I guess Seraphim wasn't available. It's okay. (laughs) Um... Well, we're not, because we don't get Dobby in this one, you can't cast uh, Dobby for, yeah. Okay, fine. Um, but we know he's supposed to be there. <laughs> so, task three, it's maze time. Uh, Cedric and Harry Dobby will enter. Dobby stole the gillyweed for Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Cedric and Harry will enter the hedge maze first, followed by Crum and uh, Delacour. Whoever touches the Triwizard Cup first wins. Um... Uh... Dumbledore gives them an ominous message before they enter about not losing their way. Um, Harry goes in and then the maze closes behind him and all the sound goes out. And that was that was a good cinematic yeah, moment. Yeah, I like that moment. It's really kind of spooky and it's also fucking giant. Yeah. Okay. So we have to tell you what the maze is supposed to be. Okay. Because like the next thing Do I said... Do we have time? <laughs> the next thing we I may wrote, have to cut it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I said that I'm starting to feel like this entire movie is just the prequel to The Hunger Games. Oh, oh yeah! Wow, that well, makes sense. There wasn't yeah. a maze in that, wasn't that Maze Runner? Well, yes, but I'm just saying about like people <laughs> offering getting kids up for, off. offering yeah. children yeah, up yeah, for yeah, tribute. Yeah. yeah, so okay, and having so, them fight each other. Let's, let's get the Cliff Notes version of what this maze is supposed to be. The maze is supposed to have a bunch of random, different magical creatures, magical yeah. creatures, and different things blocking the way. So at one point, there's an acromantula in the maze, which you know is the giant spiders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then the main part is the Sphinx. Sphinx who gives Harry a riddle to pass and if he doesn't get the riddle correctly then I don't know she's supposed to kill him or something yeah <laughs> but I, it's very reminiscent of the first book with like the tasks to get right. through to the end yes. of the thing and but now he's alone and he's you know going on four years of things and then in addition to all of those things are what they do show you in the movie with the maze constantly changing right. just yeah. like the staircases do Gotcha. So this probably would have opened uh, movie number two. Or like been right in the middle or something. Um, I think maybe after the second task. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like... um, Something about the death of Barty Crosby in the end. That would have been good cliffhanger. Yeah, Yeah, the death of that and then you go into Yule. So about the same as time. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Yule ball would have been great to open open with. Oh my god. Yeah. God, we could have gone <laughs> shopping for dress robes. We could have gotten shows. <laughs> shows, 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 shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this, this maze is kind of creepy from what we can see. It's very claustrophobic when it's just like just closing in on them. Uh, yeah. I wrote that Flora is not representing women well, and basically in the horror movie that this has turned into, she's victim number one. Yeah, but um, I'm trying to remember if she did any better in the books. No, I don't, I don't no. think so. No. <laughs> so she just really is not a great representation. No. And then, but she was also being attacked by yeah, one of by her everyone. fellow... Yeah. Right, because he got crazy fucking eyes. Yeah, yeah. he's scary we, when he's... We, we well, he, he was under was. a spell. I think by, it was that. Yeah, the spell <laughs> Moody, was Roy by Moody. Rage. He was. It was the un- yes. one of the Unfree Will Curses. Yeah, no, Roy Rage. No, oh, sure, same Roy thing. Rage. <laughs> um, yeah, so the Bewitched Crumb and Cedric go at it, but Cedric beats him. Um, Harry and Arpat see the cop run toward it. Uh, morally courageous Harry goes back to save him. Um, blah, 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 blah. They both touch the cup together, and somehow they are transported to some spooky graveyard. Okay. Um, as we all discussed while we were watching it, Baby Voldemort is basically Priscilla Chambers' calf from yes. uh, Dragula. Um, I get credit for that. Yes. Yeah, you did say that. <laughs> um... I don't so care, funny. but Baby Voldemort was terrifying. I yeah. don't ever want to see that again. We gotta make one. 
It is spoopy season, so please do make one. Um, yeah, but they let's not bury the lead. Uh, Cedric's dead. Yeah. Cedric's dead, and it's that a was, hard death to watch. It was like, vroom, you're dead, bye. Yeah. It was quick, it unceremonious. So Kill the spare. Well, and the yeah. worst thing about it for Harry is that Harry could have just taken the cup by himself, but he says to Cedric, we'll do it together. Yeah. So it's all Harry's fault. It's, uh-huh. it, oh, yeah. He, yeah. he, he will forever like, blame he will himself forever for Cedric's death. Poor kid, poor kid. There also um, was ample amount of time for them just to get the fucking port key again. Yeah, they were too <gasps> But I curious. think they they thought, they were like, this must, even Cedric says, this must be, like, another t- challenge for us to have to get through. Yeah. So they were trying, they, I mean, would you really think, well, oh, clearly the, this is the graveyard of well, Voldemort. Harry definitely he knew. had seen the statue. But, it took but, him but by the time he put it together. His fucking yeah. scar would have hurt. Yeah. Well, it did start hurting. Right. But he and even... Was... And it, it, it because it was actually Voldemort, it probably hurt so much that it, like, it wasn't it just a headache, it was a full-on migraine. He even was telling Cedric, we need to go, we need to... And Cedric yeah. was, like, wandering around like Cedric's a lost like, puppy. Like, he was a Hufflepuff. He was like, ooh, look at this. What's going on over there? We gotta check all this out, make sure... He wanted to know what was going on. That's yeah. Pedro, he back... Um, so he's helping make this little potion thing, throws, um, baby, um, Voldemort into the, the cauldron. Um, uh, then he needs, um... Crock-pot? Yeah, he needs the, um... Sacrifice. Enemy blood. <laughs> enemy, en- enemy blood and a sacrifice of a, uh... Loy follower. Leave it on high for the father <laughs> <forced> <laughs> Right, which is why they're at the father's grave. Gotcha. Yeah, so Harry's basically trapped within this statue, which, um... We've debated whether or not he can get out of or not. It looks pretty... Yeah, but if he got out, he's gonna die still. So, like, he's trapped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm sorry, but this whole... The the transformation was just creepy, and I... Again, this is... There's a reason why this is PG-13. It's kind of hot. (laughs) What? Well, you know what I do love is the part where he takes his hands and and, goes over his bald head like that. And you're like, wow, he's feeling those oats in that moment. He's like, like, I'm feeling my oats. What would then happen after that? After (laughs) that moment. Voldemort oats. Q. No, and then after that it would be Q. Guess who's back in the house? Yeah. Like that's what the next, the, the rest of the next. Yes. It was a Pantene commercial mm-hmm. without yeah. hair. Yeah. Um, so then we get to see that Lucius Malfoy is one of Voldemort's loyalists. I don't like him. He's so. You're not then, supposed to. But he kind well, of. Well, I know, but he's he's mean. They kind of foreshadow that when they're at the Quidditch World Cup right. because he says. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's so bad at. But you being also discreet. know that but, he but, gave the. But the diary to Jamie. Yeah. And you also know that, you know, they're a pure blood Slytherin family. Yeah. And you also he was saying that he actually wasn't that loyal because uh Pettigrew was the most loyal because he was still there. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, There were whisperings about me. You chose to ignore them. Yeah. yeah. But at no point in time did anyone inform Voldemort that there was the diary and the chamber of secret. Maybe he would have just been too disappointed. Probably. Oh my god, he probably didn't even know the basilisk was dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he probably he, was like, he, I am so excited. No, the basilisk was a oh. dragon now. You oh my god, you, I'm so you, glad I just stopped myself. Yeah, you, I'm, you, I'm, I almost said something. Wait, yeah, great, you're great, getting, great, you were like oops. teetering really, really close. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Harry Potter almost 
was ruined for me. Okay. No, I, we weren't that close. No, no, no. We were fine. No, no, no. You knew what I was about you, to say. I knew, okay. exactly, I knew exactly where you were going. So, um, oh Voldemort wants to reveal what happened 13 uh, years ago, but um, taunts him by touching Harry's scar. Um, and then um, what was I wrote was a, hopefully a joke, but Harry Ola said that she jerked off to this scene before. Which one? Um, when he touched the scar. Oh, yeah, I have. <laughs> I have a number about it. Oh, God. Um, so Voldemort <laughs> wants to challenge Harry to a duel because pride, and he's obsessed with the child. Um, and Harry's getting his ass kicked, but then, like, Harry's, it's like, not today, Satan. And then, like, their wands get entangled, and it's really gay moment. Um, and, but, honestly, the scene is very iconic. It's like when two drag queens yeah. clack a fan yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But this scene, very iconic. It's it was very Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, that's to exactly me. what it's like. Mm, very, very Star Wars. <laughs> um, the ghosts of all the people that didn't tip them come out. Yeah, so the, the spirits of Voldemort's um, dead people come around, um, but they distract Voldemort in the Death Theaters, and then Harry escapes with Cedric's body, and all is better for a moment. He like, and then Voldemort does that scream and. Oh well. Yeah. Harry returns and everyone's freaking out uh, because he, they're back, they're back. But no, 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 Cedric's dead. Yes. Um, and Daniel Radcliffe is ugly crying and bad acting. Yeah. yeah. That's bad really acting. Dumb. The worst thing about that scene is Cedric's dad. Jacob is insulted. Don't come for my husband like that, please. <laughs> Thank you. This is when he started becoming an alcoholic. He was like 15, 16, 17. <laughs> and the drinking age is- was... A couple of years oh, you're away. Right, you're no, right. He's in the like, UK. They fucking. I'm not denying it. He's Harry Potter. He's literally. Said if he that wanted that's... a pint at 12 years old, who's He's gonna deny the boy who He's lived? He's literally said that he started. Oh, his, okay. oh okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was an alcoholic. So, I knew he was an alcoholic. I didn't know really early started. Yeah, he because of the stardom, it started. He started drinking like probably around this, like 14, 15. Yikes. Yeah. Plus, well, plus the acting got really intense. Yeah. Too. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true because all the, I love him. Yeah. yeah this yeah. this I mean, was not like he pulled a Joker. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, this was a very sad moment and probably and probably traumatizing for all. Even reading it, I'm sure it was a traumatizing moment. Yeah. It was probably one of the first I think in the scene. Yeah. It's like a, like well, first really traumatizing. It's the first like big. Death. Yeah. Yeah. Of a hero. Of someone that you we knew, knew that we knew. Yeah. Yeah. It's the like first. Like Crouch, we didn't know that well. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not the last. Mm-mm. It's not the last. Cool. What? Well, Moody takes Harry away to console him, who starts getting very cu- curious about the Dark Lord. And Moody asks about the graveyard, but Harry never mentioned anything about a graveyard. Oh snap! Moody's the bad dude. Um, Moody apparently intervened with everything and put his name in the Goblet of Fire, and Moody thinks he'll be rewarded for silencing Harry Potter, um, but the three best professors in the whole entire world intervene and save the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, okay, so remember that cool-ass trunk we were talking about before? The real Moody's inside of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, cool and, yeah, I think every drag queen needs one of those to put their entire wardrobe in. Oh, <laughs> are going to say to put people Could, in? Oh, no. <laughs> Well, no, that's you and your fan fiction. Oh my god. No, um, it's not. would fit in a regular sized one. <laughs> <laughs> you could get like the small. Yeah. Oh, Just god. like a couple layers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. At least still five. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fake Moody had polyjuice and starts melting and turning back into Doctor Who. Um, and then Doctor Who says, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. And I'm like, that's not a line for a kid's movie. <laughs> Uh, Is this a kid's movie? Um, I don't know. Have you never heard the song by Bewitched? Say La Vie? 
Show you mine if I'll show you yours. Smart House. Okay, I love Smart House. It's a, I think it's a UK thing. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, let me ask my yeah, new friend, Davina DeCampo. Okay. <laughs> or Vinegar Strokes. Let's ask them. Um, please ask Vinegar Strokes. Yes, please. Um, so, Dumbledore says the, uh, that uh, Voldemort killed Cedric, but the Ministry of Magic didn't want him to tell everyone. Uh, Harry tells Dumbledore about how he saw his parents, and Dumbledore says, Dark and difficult times rise ahead, and that his friends are there, and he's not alone. And then the other schools leave, and everything's going to change now, because really this is all about becoming adults and hormones. Hermione's eyebrows said everything's going to change now. (laughs) And then let's talk about the ending, because it was a lot better than the last one, but still pretty dissatisfying. Yeah. Yeah, Can't remember how it ends in the book, though. It ends with them all at um, King's Cross, and the Dursleys are picking up Harry, and Harry is leaving them all, and he turns around, and he's like, oh, hey, by the way, I don't need this prize money, because I'm rich. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he gives the prize money to the Weasleys. Uh, Not just any of the Weasleys, Fred and and George. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the whole thing that we kind of talked about before, where they get scammed out of a bunch of money in the book. He gives them his prize money, and he but Which he was does like a lot of thousand money. But he, does, yeah. but he does say use some of it to buy Ron new robes. Yeah. Wait, why are they getting money if if it's publicly funded? They are getting prizes for this. I thought that the BBC doesn't give. Prizes. It's not on the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, that, that well, it's publicly funded, though, if it's through Hogsworth, so why are they getting a prize package? <laughs> Listen, things are different in the wizarding community. If you, you lay your life on the line, contract. galleons for you, sir. Galleons for days. So, that was the movie. We went through the, the movie beat by beat. The This very much seems to be the one movie that differs the most from the films. Yeah. Um, as, if you can recall the first time you saw the movie, did that bother you? Yes. This was my favorite of the books, and so it really, any big deviation really bothered me, especially that third task. I second. Mm -hmm. I, yes, but I, it's, it's my favorite book and my favorite movie, because this is the first time, and we talked about this during the movie, we're seeing outside of Hogwarts for the first, outside, for the, in the wizard, so I just think that's so cool, that it kind of overshadows the fact that we miss, like, I love this book and this movie so much, like... But I yes, I also I mean, was because innately it is still the same story, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And you you get the most important elements from it. Yeah. And I think that all of the things that they ended up cutting, they did give to us. Sorry, eventually, over time. Except for Spio. Peeves. Um, and and we and can't just, talk about Peeves. And just story wise, I mean, we're getting to meet the other houses as well now. Yes. Right. Yeah. Compared to the other movies. Because yeah. before yeah. we just said Gryffindor and Slytherin. Right. And it's cool to meet the other wizarding schools because we learn now that there's there's a bunch of wizarding schools yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's one in, in America. There are seven, right? Because she it, loves that number. <laughs> is it is it that there's officially there's seven? Like that. Yeah. That, I love that. So there's um, the four that we know about. What are yeah. the other I three? I think there's supposed to be one in Japan. Yeah, oh, that makes Japan, perfect sense. And there's one in... Uh, Africa. Africa. Oh, yeah. Oh, duh, of course. That's probably one of the bigger ones. Australia. Yeah. Probably. So basically, pretty much all the continents. Continents. What about, what about Russian witches? Oh, God. They probably go to the Japan. (laughs) 
So one thing that um, okay. arose <laughs> when I was getting people to want to do these series with me is everyone said either this was their favorite film or this was their sexual awakening film. Oh. Why? Um, well, this movie came out when I was in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I mean, I came out in ninth grade. So this, seeing, this is not to be really disgusting, seeing, because at that age, I was age appropriate. When seeing Daniel Radcliffe in that bathtub made me think, maybe realize I was gay. I was like, oh, I like men. Great. Cool. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Like, and like we were literally and, but, your sexual It's funny right that you no, say that because I definitely remember being like, "Are we gonna get to see Cedric in the bathtub well, too?" Fair. Yeah, but but also this was the one because I remember growing up, my dad hated being really close to the screen seeing movies, so we would always sit very far back. But we were late to this one or later than he, so we were like front row. So we were front row, oh, and there cool. he is, like half naked, like five feet away from me. And you're like, I can imagine Next to his your dad. dick is right in front. Like of me. He, there's his penis right there. Sorry, and mom. Your dad was nice. <laughs> All right, who's ready to drag cast Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? Let's do it. Oh, Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, no, I'm not like, Jesus. Go. <laughs> Buckle in, kitty. I was like, okay, are we going to do everyone leading no, up? Sorry, Goblin Fire. I have to <laughs> remind myself to change that next so time. So now is this we're going to do a full recast? or? <laughs> yes, you. Okay. Th- as this group, we recast it based on the th- events that happen in this movie. Okay. So if their mood is different in this movie and there's a drag artist who oh, fits okay. that character better, we'll do that. So... Let, and we're not going to do everybody. We'll just, we're going to do the main trio and then some other people. Okay. Harry Potter. Who who we want is Harry Potter. <laughs> oh God, Pussy Willow. Next. Nobody. I, I, I don't. Can we save the first the the, the main three? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Because I can't. Um, I have my choice for this one now that we've seen Voldemort in this form, but Voldemort. Is for me, it has to be Stanley Seymour. I was gonna say. Oh yeah, but Voldemort as a small little baby child. Sherry Poppins. (laughs) (laughs) Down for that. So okay, so Sherry Poppins, baby Voldemort, and then Sutton Seymour. Seymour. Because Sutton has a number. Um, So good. Who's gonna play Mad Eye Moody? Arya. I was gonna say. (laughs) She yeah oh yeah. That is very. Is she gonna be mad now? No. Um, I just, because I like to... Or Boudoir. No, Arya. No, Arya. Let's, let's do... We can find a better one for Boudoir. Fuck. Even though we don't see him too much, let's, let's talk about Lucius Malfoy. Who are we going to cast as Lucius? Hmm. Who looks good in that hair? Hmm. Anybody need a cane to walk? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Next... I don't know. It's very pale. So many people, but <laughs> <laughs> who's using that ivory? Um, Adriana Trenta. Okay. Adriana Trenta. I don't. I don't see her pulling that character off. No. Though. No. Okay. Like I actually prefer her for um, Madame Maxine. Oh, I have oh. someone better for that though. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Let, let's do. Let's do Madame. Actually, Maxine. no. You know what? She's Narcissa Malfoy. Adriana Trenta is the Grindelows. Oh. oh. All right, we'll get back to Lucius in a second, but let, let, since we mentioned Madame Maxime, I would throw out their chandelier period. Uh, I was thinking Golden Delicious. She's so uh-huh. tall. Oh, She's so tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. either or. Okay, so, well, so, she could also be Hagrid. <laughs> oh, I, there was something about... There's um, one wig that definitely needs to be brushed. 
<laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I, the Shandy as Maxine just seems right. Yeah, and she has. I like that. Probably that wardrobe too. Yeah, she could pull off that character yeah. well. Um, I'll volunteer to be Lucius Malfoy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Avant. For Lucius. Oh, Avant for Lucius. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh-huh, garbage. No, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Let's do Barty Crouch Jr. David Tennant. <sighs> Doctor Who. In drag. David Tennant in drag. Who, who uses their tongue a lot when they lip sync? Oh, delicious. <laughs> hmm. There's a lot of bad guys in this movie. Yeah. yeah, we're starting the revolution. Hmm, <laughs> I don't know. Who's who's attractive enough? You know who I was gonna say? Who? I was gonna say Nicole Anoscafi. I was just gonna say that. Actually, Wait, who that are we doing right sense. now? To be Barty Crouch Jr. Jr. Oh yeah, well, that's fine. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Let's do Robert Pattinson. Who's playing Cedric? Oh no. That's, That's Adriana Trenta. Oh. Oh. Okay. Hufflepuff? <laughs> you yeah. know her better than I do. That works. Let's do it. Who's playing Fleur? Kimmy Moore. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. All right. I like that. Not Boudoir Lafleur? No. no. Kimmy no. Moore. Kimmy Moore. <laughs> Victor Crumb. Deck. <laughs> and and at this point, you're the only one who's allowed to answer because I don't think any of us want to respond to that. Oh, I have never slept with a drag queen. I'm not. I'm not Jerry Poppins. <laughs> or me, or Jacqueline Hyde, or Audrey Phoenix, or <laughs> I'll give you a list. Um, Victor Crumb. I don't know who's that. Who seems kind of like a little angry and intense. It's not like angry, it's like intense fire. No. <laughs> um, she could be Wormtail. Uh-huh. We're gonna cut this, right? Who? <laughs> we didn't say a name. Yeah, we didn't say a name. We're fine. I can see Sherry Pie as Crumb. Okay. No, Sherry Pie as Crumb. As- Sherry Pie could do Crumb. Or could she or- do Mad Eye Moody? Oh, oh Mad Eye Moody. I think that would be fun. Sorry, Arya, you're cut. You can make Arya Crumb. Oh, I <laughs> do like that. All right, let's do it. It's got a nice dick. Oh my god, no. <laughs> okay, we're going to move right along to Igor. Oh, these are hard. These are mm-hmm. so hard. They're all like... These bulky men characters. We're talking about drag queens. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why you're finding this so difficult. I'm just trying to make sure I don't insult somebody on accident when I'm not to insult somebody on purpose. Let's see. Igor (laughs) Who would I cast? I don't know. Somebody somebody who would be able to pull off... Oh, okay. Tina Burner. And who would be Snape? Because they've got their scenes together. Boudoir. CGI. Mm. CGI. It's it's both Tina Burner. Tina Burner, Tina Burner. 
Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Parent trap style. Yeah. <laughs> right, I, I like Tina for Igor. All right, here's here's the one. I think we, Rita Skeeter. Cacophony Daniels. Cacophony. Yeah. I, yes. We since know she has. Since he said She it. has the wig. Mm-hmm. I would actually. I really do think she should do the look now. I yeah. I think she would look would, so good. She would pull it off mm-hmm. so well. I would love it. Let's yeah. all Facebook her. Today. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll, we'll, I'll make a snap. Yeah. Um, I think there's no other option at this point, but Moni Myrtle is has to be Poppy. After she did her Moni Myrtle number mm-hmm. yes. and destroyed that forever. Um, let's do Cho Chang. I don't know. I don't know, because Cho Chang doesn't really have a personality that much in this movie. <laughs> so who doesn't have a personality? <laughs> that we want to say on mic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I wrote a list. <laughs> no. And then the last one um, was going to be the Patel twins. Oh. Who's together all the time? Lola, Michelle, Kiki, and Katrina Lovelace. Okay. Uh, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um. Yeah, so then all we have left now are going to be Cho Chang and uh, the three best friends. We didn't cast ourselves for anything. Mm-mm. I was I gonna say th- we could be the quite three. personally speaking. This is the movie where Hermione looks her best. I would like to be Hermione. You All right, it, you can be Hermione. And who do you want to be your Ron and Harry? Is Rupert Grant not available? <laughs> no. I mean, technically, I mean, we can try to get like uh, Andrew Garfield since like, he was part of the drag world now. <laughs> um, I like can. I can be a little moody like Harry. Okay. You want to be Harry? Then we need a Ron. I was Ron on the poster. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to okay, say. Okay, Harry, you're, you're Ron. It just cast itself. Wait, is that how we were on the poster? Well, I was Harry. I think I was Hermione on the poster. Okay. That's okay. I was moody. Yeah. And you were moody about that. I was. Yeah, yeah. you were. I'd um, rather been the dragon. <laughs> Hungarian Who's the dragon, though? Me. Know. Oh. And then Cho the Chang. Any, any, going back to Cho Chang, is there anyone anyone that we... I don't know. Cho Chang, besides not having a personality, she's she's like the crushable one in the movie. Yeah. Who, who does everyone have a crush on? Um. Don't get me started. <laughs> Sherry Poppins. <laughs> no, you know who I was gonna say. I was gonna say like, if, if we're gonna like have a crush on, I would say like Jackie Cox. Oh, Jackie Cox. Yeah, you love yeah. Jackie. You, she's great. We all love Jackie. Yeah, she's she's just so sweet. Well, I had one fan corner question for us. Are you ready for it? Oh yeah. This is from Scott Curley. Okay. If you were to host, what task would you have your champions endure? Oh. Lip sync for your life. Okay. If we got to do like a full, like tournament task. Yeah. God. So each person gives one. So we got a lip sync for your life. Okay. Wait. I want. And it can be like with this. magic. But yeah, it's so like a lip sync for your life, like with magic. So like, have you ever seen the Pokemon XY, uh, XYZ series mm-hmm. on Netflix? They basically like try to get these keys for whatever thing, but like they use the Pokemon as like, like snow falling if they're like a glacial Pokemon and like all this stuff like I could just imagine your drag shows with just like all of the like like the Instagram filter that all like the stars just fall from the sky mm. 
Like, yeah. just imagine, like, all these sparks and all this confetti and, like, all these, like, huge booms and things that could happen. Yeah. It would be nuts. Okay. I would, so, I like, would, a performance. All right. all right. I would love to... It's kind of similar to the chess game in the first one, but I would love it if they had to go through, like, a giant man-made Candyland. Okay, okay. Wow. But it was, like, at, but it was like full magical Candyland. They had to go through oh, all yeah. of the... All I'm here for that. that. Wow. Yeah. That's good. That would be cool. I'm trying to, like, think of something wizarding that they hadn't done that they should do. I can't really... <sighs> oh, no. I mean, what's better than or, a dragon? I mean, like, what kind of games do you like to play at your show, and then how could you make it, like, a tournament, magical tournament game? Drink a lot. <laughs> Drink a lot. But with magic. Yeah. I just think I'm so upset about not having the Sphinx that I want riddles. Yeah. Riddles. Yeah. I want, I want, I also wanted something that was more of a test of their intelligence than their magical prowess. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, okay, great. You can summon stuff and transfigure things. That's good. You should know how to do that. But... Are you actually, yeah, like, could you handle yourself in a situation, Mm -hmm. like, even more so under pressure than just, like, your life being at stake? Yeah. Yeah. Like, some combination of having to answer riddles. Ooh, wait a minute. I'm getting something. Like, Hermione. You're on a stake, and they're lighting you on fire. (laughs) Like being burned at the stake. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Okay, okay. That's very witchy. Like, how would you escape from that? Oh, and it's no. muggles, and you've got to convince them that you're not a witch <gasps> by using magic. Interesting. Okay. I like that. Wow. Ooh. Do you got one? Yeah, I would want to see a challenge. I don't know exactly what it would look like, but I would want to see them forced into the muggle world having to do muggle things without magic. Harry would have won. And right, oh and like, God, but amazing like, race, but muggle edition. What? Uh, that'd be great. Like, they, great. like, not, I don't, I don't know phone. specifics, but like, <laughs> them being thrust into a, like, obviously fake muggle world arena All right. and having to deal with certain things. Take the tube. Yes. Right. Piccadilly Circus. Oh my yes. god. Kensington Palace. Have to <laughs> cook food. You know what? Like, without Get to the egg. I would love to see that. Okay. That is I so like, funny. This sounds That's like really a fun smart. tournament. That wins. That's so good. So that I would be my, so hard. I have my previous panel ask my current panel question. So, this is a question from Heidi Bella and Aria. If you could do another Make Mike Watch with any panelist, who would it be? And we just pick one? Just one person. You mean, like, who should have been here with us today? No, no, no. And, like, if you had to do another movie with anybody, like, doesn't even have to be from the... So pick a movie and a person. Yeah. Oh, movie and a person. Mm. I don't know if you've seen this movie or not. That's okay. It's a thread out there. Most of the time I haven't seen Oh, does it not have to be Harry Potter movie? No. Oh, just any movie? Any movie. Does it have to be someone we know? No, it could be anyone. Practical Magic with Nicole Kidman? Okay, well, I, I'll, I'll work on that one. Say, I've never seen that movie. <gasps> have uh-huh. you seen Moulin Rouge? Uh, yeah, I've seen Moulin Rouge. Okay, well, I don't know. I'm gay. Okay, you also haven't seen Harry Potter, Whoa. so. <laughs> um, I, I don't know exactly which movie. I would want to do, like, an old classic movie musical with Cacophony Daniels, because I okay. love her. Okay, yeah, be that would be fun. Mm-hmm. You do love her. Is she paying you? 
No. <laughs> she doesn't even know who I... Like, we're not... I, she, we don't know each oh, other. Oh, I thought you were, like, good friends. No, like, I, I just love her. Wow. I just love her. And you're right, too. Yeah. You are right, too. I love Cacophony. She's amazing. Does she know that you're not at Broadway Mondays right now? Oh! Is she back? She's there tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did their live backstage. Yeah, Um, I would like to say I don't know. Do you have one yet? I don't know if I do. I mean, the only other thing I could think of, like I'm a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. (gasps) I would love to do a make Mike watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, I've never seen the movie. Who with though? Arya is obsessed with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She knows everything about it. She sounds like a good choice though. (laughs) Yeah. Would you do the whole series? The whole series? Uh, we don't have time for that. I think we would, we, pick, we, the best we would pick... We would pick... Yeah, like... Once More with Feeling. Hush. How could you mean... Body. Hush. Hush is horrifying. Hush. I like to watch Hush around Halloween every year. Hush is why... What's that one horror movie on <clears throat> Netflix where... Is it also maybe just called Hush? What? The one where they can't talk? No. Um, she is mute. And I think also deaf. No, uh, she's just deaf. With the murderer, yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's. I've seen that movie. Oh. Terrifying. Oh, so terrifying. Yeah. Now imagine Buffy the Vampire Slayer, an episode exactly like that. Interesting. That it was so, so good. scary. It's so good. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't have one. It was okay. nominated for Emmys. Well, it was one of the only television episodes ever that just had no talking in it for the most part. Yeah. It was so good. It's so good. It's so good. Well, now is your turn to ask my next panel a question. Okay. Uh, it doesn't have to be about Harry Potter. It can be about anything, because the next panel may not actually be a Harry Potter movie. But what would you like your question to be as a group? Um, I'll give it up to whoever. But make it good. What's your wizarding kink? <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now is the which Harry to... Potter movie was your sexual awakening? Let's do the kink one. That's yeah. Okay. So now is the time for me to reveal what I rated this movie. Um, I am not going to say so far. This is my favorites. This one was a bit of a departure. Just entire mood. Like that. We have a new director. We have now new music. Mm-hmm. We have a. We're now PG thirteen. It feels a lot different. And compared to the last one, which I thought was very, very good, this one didn't really hold up for me, just because, like, I'm someone who likes those little bits of humor, the little quirks. This was just dark, 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 dark. Yeah. But I do understand where it helped open up the world and is very much a catalyst for probably what is to come. At the end, I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. It's okay to be wrong. Mm. That's all right. All right. I no, will, but that's kind of equivalent. Out of the four that with. you have seen so far, which one is your favorite? I think number three. Number three? Yeah. That's a lot of people's opinions. Yeah. It, again, I think it was just the filmmaking of it, the tone of it, and just the plot of it. Yeah. It was, there's it was something about it. Very well it. done. Yeah. But this was a pleasure. Where can we find you all on social media? You could find me at Ms. Ritzy Bits on Instagram, Twitter, and Venmo. You can find me at Willow That Puss. Uh, it's like Sissy That Walk, but better. S. And I'm on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Venmo. I can be found at Hariola Grande on Facebook, Instagram, and Venmo. And I can be found at Dat Demlo across most social medias. D-A-T-D-E-M-L-O-W. Well, thank you all for being here.
the biggest thanks to my guests for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.